Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network, the author of Appointed, and a premier contributor for The Blaze. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hello, this is Autumn Miles with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you doing out there? Sunday, Dallas, Texas. You know, some of y'all probably just come back from the beach. Anyone ever get sunburned at the beach? I went to Maui with my husband two months ago for anniversary. I have never got so sunburned in my life. What was I thinking? I get on the beach and I'm like, we don't need sunscreen. We're fine. Yeah, we were like a lobster two days later. Wear your sunscreen. Here's your weekly PSA. Wear your sunscreen. And I know I talk about my family a lot, but you know what? That's just kind of my world, so I'm going to keep doing it. I told you last week, we just got back from two weeks away. One of those weeks was great. The second week, (laughs) you know, with four kids, two of them being two years old, you probably should only be gone a week at a time. But, you know, I'm an overachiever. I'm ridiculous when it comes to goal setting. If I set it in my mind, we are going to be gone two weeks. We are going to have fun. We are going to like it. Man, um, we do it. And my husband's just as crazy as I am when it comes to this stuff. So he was all about it as well. Week one was awesome. Um, Went to the beach, as I told you last week. Week two, day one. My son developed hives. Day two, the hives were worse. Day three, you know me, I, I like add work into my vacation, which I'm never going to do again, I don't think ever, because it's not really vacation. So I had to make a trip. I had just sat down <laughs> on the bed of my hotel because I had a thing I had to go to the early the next morning. And I called my daughter and I said, hey, how is everything going? And she said, mommy, it's it's great. Everyone's asleep and stuff. And I hung up with her and I'm sitting on my bed and the Holy Spirit hit me with this. Look at Moses's face. And I know he had had hives. And so I'm um, sitting on the bed. Just had been okayed by my daughter. I FaceTimed my daughter This is like 1130 at night. I don't even know why she was up, but it was probably looking at it now. Definitely the Lord. I said, baby, I need you to take the phone in to where Moses is sleeping. Moses is my baby son. He's two years old. He'd had hives. And I need to see mama needs to see his face. I need to look at his face. Okay. And she's like, but he's asleep. And you know, you don't wake a two year old boy. Okay. Like you just don't do that. Um, But it was strong in my heart. And so uh, my, my daughter, you know, shine, she had to turn the light on, which, you know, and, and, and for me to see the face in the FaceTime, his face was a balloon. His eyes were swollen shut. His lips were enormous. And um, <laughs> I, you know, in my mama way, totally freaked out. Um, my, my, my mom, his grandma, I said, I told my daughter, I said, go get grandma right now, right now. Um, so she, my mom is running in the room. She takes my son to my dad who were watching my kids while I was on this thing. And, um, Immediately. Didn't change his diaper. Nothing. Got him in the car, took him to the ER. He went into anaphylactic shock. 
while I was four hours away, me and my husband, I, I saw his face. My husband walked in the room. I said, we have to go back. We got in the car, drove four hours back. I totally skipped why I was even there. Got there about four o'clock in the morning. While we were gone en route, um, coming back home, um, they had had to administer all of these drugs, these, these shots and all sorts of things to literally save his life. And I'm driving home and we're going as fast as we can, you know, and, and we were prepared. We had a, we had a, uh, we, we were prepared um, as much as we could to walk in, but nothing prepares you when you walk into a hospital room to see your baby son suffering while you weren't there to console him. And all the mamas in their cars can say amen to that. It's very, very difficult. And so I walked in. He was completely lethargic in the bed, and I just couldn't say anything other than Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He wasn't talking much. He had, um, you know, moved a little bit. Actually, they were saying that when we got there at like four in the morning, it was better than when they saw him at about 1145 uh, the night before. And I just said he didn't he didn't even he didn't open his eyes when we came in. He was completely out of it. Of course, had a lot of drugs in his system. Thank God for the medical professionals out there. If you're a nurse or you're a doctor out there, we love you. We appreciate you. We honor you. We need you. I know it's long hours. I know sometimes it's incredibly difficult, but from my personal family to yours, just a blanket statement, you are saving our lives and we honor you in this moment. I walked in and the nurse was so sweet and she knew I was just overcome and overwhelmed. My husband was there. Of course, my parents were there. They had stayed with him. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Sometimes that's all you can say. And I go and, you know, made sure he was settled and talked to the nurse, talked to the the people that were there that were um, that were watching over him. And I, I'm just I'm just mad. I'm mad because I feel like he was attacked and I wasn't there and I couldn't been. I was mad at myself. I was just in this state of. And so, of course, we we put up cots in the room and my my husband and I uh, stayed there all throughout the night. Of course, you can't sleep if your baby has been through something. So it's like you have a newborn all over again. Every 10 minutes, I'm waking up to make sure that the swelling is going in the right direction. It's going down rather than swelling more. And all and, uh, and, uh, and, and in the midst of all of this, we don't know what caused this shock ha- to happen to his body. So I'm freaking out. Like, what did we give him? Did we cause this? How could we, um, how can we prevent this in the future? You know, I- I'm being inundated with information about EpiPens and allergies and, and all this sort of stuff. And, um, you know, I, I was in a total state of, oh, but the next morning, God heard my prayer. He heard my cry. And it was about, I would say, eight in the morning. The next morning, we were complete, all of us were completely exhausted. And in walks the doctor to check on him. And I immediately stand up. You know, I don't even know. I was to kind of stand to attention because I want to know everything she is going to tell me. And he heard my voice. I said, hey, I'm Autumn. Autumn Miles is my son, Moses. 
He heard my voice and it was almost like his he he awoke as well. And he his little eyes immediately popped open. He heard my voice. We tried to be uh, quiet just because of the, um, the, the just the state that he was in. And he from the bed in one fell swoop, jumped on me, jumped in my arms. And I stood there and I just had to take a minute in front of the doctor and, um, you know, just just cry a little bit. You know, my son has heard my voice. And now uh, what what was a scary night for him? Now he is at peace. And in that moment, I just knew that Jesus heard my cries for his son. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, 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 intervene, intervene. This rest of the second week was much different. You know, I didn't know what it was. Could it be grass? I don't know. Could it be some chemical? I don't know. Could it be a food? I don't know. And that's what they told us. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. That's not what you want to hear. You want to hear, we do know this is it and don't ever do it again. That's not what we got. And God bless them. They couldn't tell us it was, it would have been impossible. So we made the trip home. Walked into my home after two weeks, ER visits, near-death experiences, and I go out to the back of my house. There's a little swing that my husband bought me when we first moved in. I said, listen, if we're going to move into this house, I need to swing. I need, I, I love to swing. I love a porch swing. You know, I'm a Midwestern girl. You know, we sit on porches. That's kind of what we do. I need a swing, and I had my swing, and... <clears throat> We had, we, everything had kind of unpacked and everything where we were, we were home. I don't know what it is about this particular spot in my house, but it's just peace. I was looking out and all the, the birds, peace. The antithesis of what we had just gone through with my son, peace, peace. I just kind of absorbed it for a moment. And I and the Lord hit me with this verse, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your heart be troubled nor let it be afraid. John 14, 27. Peace. We're going to talk about peace. Peace. In this world, we don't have this. We're driving around 635. We have everything but peace. I am the most non-peaceful person on 635. I mean, I could minister for the gospel of Jesus, but you get me on 635 with the traffic jam. And I'm telling you what, I turned into a very non-peaceful, non-Jesus fearing person. I'm just keeping it real. Some of you guys are driving on 635 and you're like, I know I hate it. Uh, you know, you, you get, you get around the high five and you're wondering why is everyone going all of these different places? And you realize you are one of those people, but Everyone else is driving you crazy. Non-peaceful person we can turn into so quickly when things aren't going our way. But, and that's exactly what happened on my vacation. I was there for peace and my peace was disrupted by an instance that happened with my son. But here I am. I somehow had found it again through the Lord, 
as he spoke to my spirit. I'm going to read this verse again. Peace I leave with. That's the first thing that stuck out to me. Peace I leave with you. Peace I leave with you. With. With. It's one of those things that you think you have to go after to find. But do you understand that if you are a child of God, and he talks about the Holy Spirit in the verse, um, verse 26 right ahead. I encourage you to read that for yourself. But if you are a child of God, peace is not something that you have to go on vacation to find. Peace is not something that you have to go searching for. Peace is with you. How do I know that? Because Jesus says right here, peace I leave with you. It is with you always. You just have to quiet your inner voices enough to find it. Peace I leave with you. I cannot tell you how many people are like, if I could just get away for three days, if I could just get away for two weeks, if I could just um, get away, if I need to go up to the mountains, and I am guilty of this as well. And vacation is a great thing. And don't hear me saying that. And please don't email me and tell me, about, complain about this, okay? Vacation is an incredible thing. Rest is an incredible thing. I'm not talking about rest. I'm talking about peace. An inner peace. When your son is going through anaphylactic shock and internally you can somehow be at peace knowing that God is in control of him with you cannot be that kind of peace. Peace that when your house is getting foreclosed on and you aren't in control and you can't control what the bank does and you can't control the bills that are coming in and you don't know what to do, but, but, you, but internally you can be at peace. It is possible in the world we live on, even turning on the news and seeing all the horrors. I can't even hardly watch the news anymore. I certainly don't even let my kids watch it, uh, but turning on the news and seeing what is going on and the tit for tat on all of, all of these media stations and all of these political agendas and, oh, we can watch the crazy news and still be internally at peace. Why? Peace I leave with you. And, and Jesus also says in the second line, my peace I give to you. It's not a peace that is given from a human. It is the, the prince of peace giving you a portion of his peace. Here, the prince of peace, which is what we see him called in the scripture, is actually um, um, sharing that gift with you. So when someone with that type of authority says, my peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. You absolutely can have peace no matter what. And it's that kind of peace that stabilizes us. The Bible says in all things, God holds all things together. In him, all things consist. It's that kind of peace where our souls, our, 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 our outward uh, lives might not be saying peace, but inwardly we can have the stability of God Almighty calming us. It is possible. And that's exactly what I needed. 
the other day. Uh, it says um, the next line, not as the world gives, do I give it to you? Now, I feel like, you know, this is just dead honest with you. You know, my peace would have come if the doctor would have come in and said, this is what he's allergic to. He never needs to have it again. Um, immediately, I would have gained peace from that. Okay, great. I will never serve my son or I will never let him around X, Y, Z. That would have calmed my peace, uh, my my inner self for a second. But that's not what God had in mind. Now, just FYI, he is in the care of a doctor here in in Dallas right now, and we are figuring out the problem. Um, But that's not what God had in mind that day. He wanted to show me that number one, he's in control, and I'm not. And number two, it is possible for me to rest in him when I'm terrified. Not as the world gives do I give. What is your situation today? What is happening to you today? What is surrounding you today? What is screaming at you today? What is overwhelming you today? And, 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 and your inside matches your outside. Your inside is overwhelmed because you're thinking, how do I keep up? How do I make uh, a sense out of this? How how am I going to hold it together? I can't hold it together any longer. And it's not the outside that's crazy. You are also feeling that way on the inside um, of you. Your inside matches your outside. And maybe you're looking for peace. I see people looking for peace in all sorts of different ways. The bottle, um, alcoholism, you know, it's something that, um, uh, that, that my husband and I have very personal um, ties to. People that we, we know very, very well have struggled with this in the past. We've seen that, that for something about this bottle of, of alcohol brings a temporal peace to a person. You know, this is where addiction comes in, you know, with prescription drugs. We've also um, known people that have sort of gone to that type of a piece, a temporal piece, and that piece runs out and then they have to take another drug to calm them down. You know, we, we see people go to um, men and women in my line of work. I work with a lot of women. You know, they are, they, they want to find, they want to satisfy themselves somewhere else. And they are looking for the peace that the world offers in this world where we, we basically, um, bow down and worship celebrities. There's a lot of people that want a lot of followers. They want a lot of clicks. They want a lot of likes. They want a lot of love that way. And if their picture or if their post doesn't get a lot of like, uh, uh, doesn't get a lot of likes or a a lot of attention, it immediately disrupts their peace. Jesus is saying not as the world gives. Why did he say that? Because he knew that anything that this world had to offer, we would have to continually go back to it in order to feel the sense of peace. He wants to bring you peace that you don't have to um, refill. You don't have to redrink. You don't have to find another person to satisfy his peace satisfies. Not as the world gives. Do I give it to you? It is not of this world. Because it's of me. (sighs) What is that thing that you are desperately uh, addicted to, longing to, longing for, needing approval, love, acceptance? What is that thing that you go to 
it to satisfy it. And you find out hours later it didn't. As a matter of fact, you feel worse. God is saying not as the world gives. You can have 700 million followers on social media and you will feel empty. You can sleep with whoever and have a relationship with whoever, but you will feel empty eventually again. You can take that drug. You can take that pill. You can have as many kids as you want. Some people having kids is their drug, is their peace. And then it's not anymore. Identity. Oh, I could go on and on and on on this one. What are you going to to fill that void that is in the world that won't satisfy? Not as the world gives. Do I get it to you? I found it interesting. I'm going to go all, I'm going to geek out on you here for a second. Of course, I love the original language. I, I just, I just think, whew, man, learning about the ori- original language of peace is um, really convicting, number one. And um, I mean, it's just beautiful. Um, if you look up peace and you, you look at the original language, it is, now I, I, I really don't want to, I am, <laughs> go with me on this. A, re, nay. This is what it means. A state of national tranquility, exemption from the rage and havoc of a war, peace between individuals, harmony, concord, security, safety, prosperity, felicity of the Messiah's peace, the way that leads to peace, salvation of Christianity, the tranquil state of a soul assured its salvation through Christ. And so fearing nothing from God and content, the blessed state of devout and upright men after death. That is what this version of peace means. A state of national tranquility. That is what you can own. That's what you do own. When God says, peace, I leave with you. Peace, my peace, I give to you. That, if you are a follower of Christ, you have access to that. And it's found through intimacy with Christ in his word. Worship is another weapon that I use just this morning. I was listening to this song, Break Every Chain. In this particular version, this girl is like ridiculous. She's like unbelievably awesome. And I found peace through this worship song, through the spirit ministering to me, to you. The national state of tranquility is yours, but you have to choose it. It's there. You have to look for it. You have it. And the Christ, the Jesus, the spirit that's living inside of you. I am running out of time here, but I do want to go to this last part. I think it's very, very interesting. So I just have a couple more seconds here, um, and I think it's interesting where he used this specific version of the word peace. So when it was evening on the day of the first of the week, you'll understand this here in a second, right after the resurrection, when he 
when I'm sorry, when the doors were shut where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came in and stood in their midst and said to them, peace be with you. He goes on. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side and the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And he goes on, and um, at that point, he he sees Thomas, who was doubting Thomas. We know him. He, I'm not going to believe unless I see his sides. And he and he leaves with this. After eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. And Jesus came, the doors having been shut, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. I think that's such a beautiful um place to put that specific word peace why their savior had just died had been resurrected and they were hiding because they didn't know what was going to happen to them you talk about crazy circumstances they'd followed this guy all these years three years and then all of a sudden he's dead resurrected and they don't even really believe that he's resurrected and they were hiding in a hut in their house and their door was locked for fear of the Jews and Jesus shows up right in that moment and he says peace be with you that's some strong peace I want to encourage you today it doesn't matter what your outward circumstances are peace is available to you through the precious King of kings and Lord of lords, Jesus Christ. I love you guys. I'll see you next week right here on the Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on Christian Talk Radio, The Word, 100.7 FM.